Hey there, this is Molly Christensen from the Building Heroes in Your Home podcast, where we learn about how we can build heroes in our homes and our homeschools. So you probably might have noticed this from earlier podcasts. I actually changed the name. I, it was Building Heroes in My Home, and I thought, you know, that's not really my focus. I want to learn how to build heroes in my home and your home. So I changed the name to that. So today, I wanted to talk a little bit more about calls to actions and refusals. That is the next part of the hero journey, is the refusal. It's like if you have a call to action, you don't have a refusal. That's great, but almost always you're going to get the refusals. So one thing that I talked about yes on the podcast I did last time was about how I decided I was going to do this 365-day challenge of a blog called Kindness Daily. And I told you an example of what I'd done, how it was kind of hard actually at first to think about what I could do each day, but it got easier as I learned to trust myself and to listen to those calls to action and recognize the refusals. So with that whole challenge, I didn't actually get all 365 days. I didn't really get around to it. I was right. I couldn't do it every single day. I couldn't stay consistent, but you know what? didn't matter. I did it anyway, and I did it for probably at least half of the days. So I probably did 180 of the days. And that through that whole experience, I learned so much about how my brain works. And I found out too, that it wasn't just unique to me. A lot of these things that were going on in my brain that was stopping myself So I looked for patterns, and I noticed a lot of patterns. So that's going to be a lot of the things I'm going to talk about on this podcast, too. So some of the common refusals. I started noticing that I was getting the same refusals over and over again. And I also realized these are the ones people get all the time. It wasn't just me that was hearing these voices in my head trying to stop me from following these calls to action. So some of the common ones are, I don't have time, or I don't have money, or I don't have support, or the resources, I don't know how. And then another big one for me, anyway, that kept popping up, and I don't think I'm alone on this one, is people are going to think I'm weird if I do that. I was getting that thought all the time, worried about what other people are going to think about me. All of these refusals definitely come up when, like even you're considering homeschooling, but they come up for everything else too. So it was kind of interesting when I started recognizing these refusals, they would switch up every time I would get a call to action. (laughs) Sometimes I would get the same ones over and over again but sometimes I would get different ones sometimes I wouldn't get one for a long time because I thought I defeated it but then every once in a while it will pop back in just to see if I'm on my toes you know oh I don't have time wait wait yes I do I always have time to follow my calls to action so listen for those listen for those refusals now I have a story about that You might notice on my podcast here that it's a little maybe loud because I'm just talking to myself in the car. I just turned on my phone and I just thought, I'll just talk to myself and to all of you who are listening as well, but to the people looking at me who might think I'm weird, I am talking to myself. (laughs) 
But as I listen to those refusals, I was like, I can do, I'm gonna do it anyway, even if they look at me and think I'm weird. Plus, the other part, refusal, the big one for this podcast too, was I don't have time. And I realized, actually, I do have time. I can talk to myself when I'm in the car driving or dropping after I drop off my daughter at school. I mean, dance at dance is where I was going. Anyway, um, so I tell myself I don't have time, but I do have time. I just found the time and I decided to do it. So I had that refusal there for a while too, because I was like, when am I even going to do this? It's never quiet in my house ever. And if all, if all the kids happen to be gone for 20 minutes, which is about all that ever happens, then the dog gets lonely and starts howling, you know, (laughs) but where there's a will, there's a way. There's always a solution. There's always a way you can have that call to action and you can think, Oh, well, I really can't do this. It's really true. I really don't have time, but that's not actually truth. There's always a way. So yes, I am doing this in the car because I don't have time, but I really do. And I'm doing it despite the fact that I think people are going to think I'm weird. And I'm also doing it despite the fact that I don't even know how. I've never done a podcast before. And part of me is like, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about, you know? But I figured if I just start doing it, the path will become clear. So that's kind of cool. So for the last part of this podcast, I was thinking about this. How do you recognize those refusals? So let's say you actually do recognize a call to action and then the refusals come in, but how do you really get clear on what's going on in your brain? You know, this life is pretty chaotic. It's very busy for busy homeschool moms. (laughs) There's almost no quiet time if your life is like mine I like almost never ever have quiet time (laughs) um there's always somebody talking to me or trying to you know actually think about this you can't even go to the bathroom and get quiet time (laughs) if you go in the bathroom they find you and they yell mom mom (laughs) you know (laughs) so how do you get quiet enough to figure out what's going on in your brain now when I say that, your brain might be like, that's right, I can't do this, I can't listen to calls to action or what the refusals are because I never get quiet time. But that's a refusal right there. (laughs) You don't have to have the perfect quiet time. There can be times when you just think. Sometimes I just have to think in the car. Sometimes I, because I do occasionally drive in the car by myself. Sometimes Actually, probably one of the best places for me to have quiet time and think is often um, the shower. And I know some of you are like, shower? You get to shower? You know? (laughs) Of course, maybe not as all, you know, most of the time I get to, which is good. Um, And if you don't get to have time to shower, then maybe you got to work on that. But the shower is such a great time to ponder and think. There's something about the running water that just makes it really awesome. So the other thing that I like to do but don't always get to do or make the time for is to sometimes just um, shut myself in my closet and journal. And 
I was never much of a journaler growing up. Like, oh, I guess as a teenager I did journal, but it was usually like, today I did this and this and this, you know, like a, an accounting of my day. But as I've grown older, I've found that there's a lot of different journaling techniques that you can do that are different. There's some that I just really love. But this is just one that I want to introduce to you or to remind you of if you already know about it because it helps you understand your calls to action and your refusals and this is just the question answer um, method of journaling so if you're not sure if you have a call to action you can write it down in your journal in the form of the question you know you could say I feel like I should blank you know fill in the blank of the call to action is this the right thing to do you ask yourself a question. Your brain loves questions and it always tries to find answers. And as you ask yourself the right kinds of questions, you're going to get the right kinds of answers. If you ask yourself why you can't do it, well, <laughs> then you're not going to be able to do it because your brain will find all the ways why you cannot do it. So you just look or write a question for your brain to answer, okay? So make sure it's a good question, is what I'm trying to say here, I guess. Um, then, this next part is one that a lot of people don't actually end up doing, and that is write the answer. Just start doing the free form, whatever comes to your mind type of writing. And don't not write it just because it sounds weird to you or, or stupid. As you write that down, you will get your thoughts more clear. Okay, so um, it is not going to make a whole lot of sense necessarily. It's not like writing a paper. It's just writing your thoughts down. Write what comes when you ask that question. And don't discount the first answer that comes because that's often the right answer. But you can also keep writing until you just feel like you're done writing. Okay? So um, another thing I like to do too is write down the refusals that I get. And obviously I don't do this every time I get a call to action. But especially if it's something big, I would just go through and write down all the... Re you can write down all the reasons why your brain is saying you can't do something. But you're doing that to give them light so that you can show yourself that they're not totally valid excuses. So don't write them down and then go, oh yeah, that's right, I can't do this. Write these refusals down and then um, say, look, I'm not accepting these refusals. To st I'm not gonna let them stop me from taking action. And so then you say, look, here you are. You're not as scary when I write you down. And then you rip them up and throw them away. Okay, so that's that's a, another great technique as well. Another technique that I like too is along with the question, um, I guess, line of thinking as well. And that is when you go to bed at night, ask yourself that question right as you're going to sleep. And then just let it swirl in your subconscious all night and often in the morning when you wake up you'll have the answer because your brain works on answering questions so 
<coughs> so that's a really cool way to do it too. Um, another practice that I have found helpful and want to practice more and get better at it is just to practice meditation. The interesting thing about meditation is it's not to try and find the answer, but it's simply to practice stilling your mind so that the chaos isn't always swirling up and making you crazy, you know? So if you can practice meditation even just for like one minute a day, it's really helpful to bring that calmness and peace into the rest of your life so that when you do need the calmness and peace to decide if you got a call to action or refusals or what, you're more practiced at it, if that makes sense. So I've gone through phases where I've been really good at meditating and I've gone through phases where I've not even thought of it, you know, and I can definitely tell a difference when I'm actively meditating or even prayer because prayer is also a form of meditation as well you know when I when I do those it definitely brings a calming influence to the rest of my life and it also helps me think more clearly to make decisions to decide if what I'm having is a call to action or a refusal so hope that helps that's just today's thoughts on the next part of the hero's journey, or I guess the first part of calls to actions and refusals. Now, if you're not a part of the Facebook group that we have, it's called We Are Building Heroes. Don't join the one that's for UK veterans. That's a little different. But sometimes we'll have call to action um, challenges in there where we'll have you post what calls to actions you've heard and followed uh, or and followed taken action on and and how those went so that's all for today and we'll hear you on the next podcast